Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Cerullo. It is Tuesday, April 4th. This is episode 68. We are living through Groundhog Day, take two. Victor. Yeah. Carl. Hey. Eris? <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> How are we all doing today? I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, me too. This is great. Carl, how are you? It's been a rough couple of days. Mm, yeah, been a rough seven minutes or so. We just lost. <laughs> we just lost our first recording attempt, so uh, we're just repeating ourselves <laughs> almost word for word. That was good, Carl. That was actually almost word for word what you said before. Oh man, um, we are we are uh, trying to reset my brain here because we already did this, but we are a couple days past WrestleMania 33. Uh, we are on the other side. Uh, you guys, um, the biggest event of your lifetime, the ultimate thrill ride, has occurred. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys have many thoughts. We're going to get to those a little bit later in the show. Um, but before that, Carl Bird, again, what have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been, actually, I know what you've been doing. What have, what You've been playing a certain uh, free P, uh, PlayStation online game? Yeah, Let It Die. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw the commercial about it. It's... With Gloria Gaines, I will survive mm-hmm. and a dancing skateboarding Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, that game's pretty much like an acid trip. I've da- I've only uh, dabbled on the beginnings of it, but it's basically the story is in the year 2026 AD, a large tectonic disturbance occurred, causing mass destruction around the world, where southwestern Tokyo split off into the ocean and become basically an island in a deep in a deep fog. So then. Uh, tower rises from somewhere <laughs> and uh, you basically you're um you basically just have to like climb through with face you know face bad guys as that acid trip dancing <laughs> grim reaper <laughs> guides you along so um like i said i'm only in the beginning stages of it i've only dabbled it but i actually plan on um twitching it um twitching my adventures for it now i think eris played this game but I can't recall. But I remember a tower. I, maybe it was on another podcast I listened to, but I feel like he may have played this. Possibly. Or I may have imagined it. I mean, if Iris was here. I would, yeah, I, I would ask him, but I can't. Oh, boy. And obviously, uh, WrestleMania, so, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Vic, you, you experienced the entire... Well, you both experienced the entire WWE WrestleMania weekend, because it's, it's yeah. more than just a seven-hour event on a Sunday night. It's a week. It is a long week. Long event. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly did. Uh, I started with the uh, Hall of Fame this mm-hmm. past Friday. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Uh, it's a great show. I love to see. I love seeing DDP finally get, get inducted. Mm-hmm. Quite an emotional moment for him, and he he deserves an induction just for DDP Yoga alone, yes, saving lives <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and all the lives he's saved. Uh, but yeah, it was it was great seeing him up there. Uh, it was great seeing uh, the Rock and Roll Express, and it was kind of surreal seeing Jim Cornette on modern WWE programming inducting said team. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was their right. He was their rival. He was he managed the Midnight Express among yep. other tag teams. But yeah, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, those matches were like pretty serious back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were quite inf- quite the influential tag team as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Rockers, you name it, and then. Um, uh, got, it was it was cool seeing Beth Phoenix be inducted. As, I like a little edge number that she did. Uh, edge number. Yeah, like she um, as oh, she yeah. th- as she was thanking Edge, she said, "Okay, I'd like to thank Adam." The whole crowd started going crazy, and then out of nowhere, Tony Chimmel comes up. 
hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this right. He's your, was it 11-time yeah. WWE Hall of Famer, the rated suit. And then, you know. Yeah. The he was like, fit. and Edge was like in tears, freaking laughing. Hmm. Yeah, Tony Chimmel, rated R superstar. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Um, then we saw Teddy Long, a.k.a. The, the cheapest man WWE has ever employed, according to the APA, who inducted him. It was cool seeing Teddy Long out there, you know, doing his uh, his old man dance. Uh, which I always get a kick out of. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that dance so much. Um, I him, just, and, him and R-Truth's dance, I hate it. Yeah, I mean, Teddy Long's the better dancer, in my opinion. Is R-Truth still wrestling? Yeah, he yeah. is. For WWE? Yeah. yeah. Him and like Vince McMahon are like boys. That's why he keeps a job. They're like actually best friends. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. It was, so it was cool seeing Teddy Long up there. I mean, I, mean I, I, I would love to see Teddy Long book one more tag team match. Or one more one-on-one match with the Undertaker. Well, that's not happening. Oh no, we'll get we'll get into that later on. Yeah. And then uh, then you had the uh, the inductee for this year, the lead one, Kurt Angle, mm. making his return to WWE uh, in a in a fine speech, uh, hilarious uh, highlight reel of some of his more comedic bits over the years in his WWE career. I, I did want him to give some lip service to his TNA years, at least to shout out some athletes that he's worked with. Um, and rather than rather than you know making it seem like his career stopped in 2006, <laughs> he just came back. That's right. They kind of did that with Sting too, mm-hmm. except it was even more years. But yeah. they just t- totally lost out. Yeah, I was open when when TNA was having all those troubles that they would sell at least their tape library because now um, they're all all their old not old but a lot of their talent are now WWE, mm-hmm. um, yeah. NXT, and all that good stuff. So yeah, I would say too like I was. Um, I was actually like happy to hear to hear during um Kurt Angle's speech that he shout out Steve Mofo Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um when I was training with uh Bob and Mike, um that was when he died. Mm-hmm. So and he was a local from I wanna say either New Hampshire or somewhere upstate Massachusetts and he was very, very influential uh around this area and he was signed to WWE during their Power Pro Wrestling days, which was the um, developmental territory before, like before OVW, like probably mm. a couple of years before. And um, he trained heavily with Kurt Angle. So, and, and I guess and he was a huge influence on him. So it was very cool just to hear like... Local boy. Yeah, local boys, you know, getting some love. And, and um, Teddy Long mentioned Providence too. Oh, nice. So I was like, nice. <laughs> and then the video package, um, they showed Ravish and Rick Rude calling us Rhode Island Rednecks. Hmm. Yeah. That's like, great. Okay. Like three times. Uh, I'm sure everyone here remembers Chuck Palumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He was, uh, he went to West Woke High School and oh, he wow. was a thousand point scorer on our basketball team. <laughs> oh, nice. So his name hangs in our gymnasium. He is Doesn't most... he live like, wasn't he from like down the street or something? I have, no, I'm not sure what house it was. I mean, we're here right now. I'm sure we can go find it. But uh, Chuck Palumbo was probably most remembered for his, uh, Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck days <laughs> with uh, Mr. Ass. Yeah. Badass Billy Gunn. Who that thief song used to crack me. <laughs> yeah, who was just going by Mr. Ass at the time. Or I know I don't know what the hell he was going by. The, the one Billy Gunn. I don't know. He was doing yeah, all he sorts did of stuff. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were a gay couple. And uh, WWE even got. They never said that they were, no, but they. They got glad involved mm-hmm. and they're going to do a marriage and then they. We're faking <laughs> during the marriage for uh, like actual wedding, and uh, hilarity ensued. Go Chuck Palumbo, West Walk's finest. <laughs> yeah, 
You look so good to me. God, that was it. That was it. That was hilarious. My sister actually loved that song. It's a good song. Solid. Oh, man. They were actually tag team champions too, right? I believe so. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, besides that, besides the Hall of Fame, there was uh, NXT TakeOver Orlando mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Excellent show. Very. Um, yeah, we had uh, we had five matches on the card in a two-and-a-half-hour uh, program. I like that. Nice and compact. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we had three Match of the Year contenders on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best match for me was the, uh, the Triple Threat Tag Team match, match with the Authors of Pain, the current champions in NXT, versus... Uh, DIY, Gargano and Champa, and The Revival. And that match had some awesome storytelling throughout. Like, the Authors of Pain, this, this, was, this was not only their best showing, but they really did an excellent, excellent job of making themselves look like big behemoths, big monsters, like nice. like two bosses that, that both teams, the DIY and the, and the Revival, had to team up to defeat or try to. Like, there was one point where they got uh, Akum, uh, one half of the authors of Pain, uh, one one of them got him in, got him in a, like a submission hold. I think it was uh, Scott Dawson or Dash Wilder who got him in a submission hold on the ground, and then Gargano went over Akum and put him in a crossface at the same time in order to get him to submit. Mm-hmm. And it's like just when he was about to tap out, his partner made the save, and it was like, ah oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But even then, like they were holding his partner off, it was like the bump for as much mm-hmm. as possible. So they mm-hmm. built that suspense up like crazy. I'm like, it was mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, yo, they really like, yo, this is dope. This yeah. is dope. This is dope. Are they really gonna get it? They really gonna get it? Nope, they didn't get it. No. So were the revival the champions? Uh, no, uh, Authors of Pain were okay. the defending champions, and DIY and Re- Revival, they were getting so desperate that they actually exchanged each other's sub- uh, finishing holes to try to finish off nice. Authors of Pain, mm-hmm. but at the end, uh, Authors of Pain, uh, they prevailed, they el- eliminated DIY, and then they eliminated the Revival, which kind of, you know, I wasn't really feeling the outcome, but it was definitely a match of the year contender for me, like, in terms of the storytelling and the, and the suspense, it was just... It was just an amazing, amazing match. Nice. Then you had uh, Asuka versus Ember Moon. Uh, Asuka, she's the uh, still the current NXT Women's Champion. The, not only Damn. the not only the longest reigning uh, uh, Women's Champion. She won it last year on April first, twenty sixteen. Mm. But she's also she's also the longest reigning Singles Champion in NXT period of she's any un- kind. She's still undefeated. Still yeah. undefeated. Damn, she Goldberg or something. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> she. And she wrestled yeah. uh, Ember Moon, who challenged her for the title. And that was a very good match, too. And uh, Asuka, she pulled some real heel shit at the end. She pushed the referee into the ropes oh. when, when Ember Moon was on the top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. So Ember Moon fell. And then she uh, kicked her in the head, pinned her, and uh, won the match. Nice. And then you had the main event, Bobby Roode, defend- NXT champion, defending against Shinsuke Nakamura in a rematch. Great match. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that was definitely um, uh, the best match that those that those two have had. Um, at the end, uh, Rude uh, he had to use two of his glorious DDTs to put away Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that match, uh, Shinsuke had a had a wonderful send off from the fans. You know, thank you Shinsuke because he's going up to the main roster on SmackDown on Tuesdays. And so uh, he so Shinsuke left. Uh, he pointed to the uh, WWE logo after he was you know high fiving all the fans, and then he left. So it was, a, it was a really good show. Yeah, Revival actually got called up too. Yeah, they did. Yep. Re- Revival, they're on the uh, Monday Night Raw, the new NXT call-ups. Yeah, I heard that the SmackDown really needed more tag team guys. That's interesting. Mm. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Bobby, I really like Bobby Roode a lot. I, back when him and 
and I mentioned this before, an Austin Aries was champion. He beat Bobby Roode, but I also mm-hmm. like I really enjoyed Bobby Roode's uh, championship reign yeah. uh, for TNA back back then. So uh, he's good. Good but, song, good theme song too. Oh yeah, glorious. <laughs> like yeah. Um, yeah. Is Oni Lorkin still wrestling for NXT? Yep, he is. Okay, Biff Busick. He wrestled locally a lot, so. Mm-hmm. It's the only name I remember. <laughs> I had to Google to see what his name changed to. Mm. Um, so that's cool. Good. I'm glad he's still up there. Good for him. That's good. Um, and then this ma- the weekend still continued. We'll get into a bit with uh, obviously Raw being last night and the Raw after Mania is like the biggest Raw of the year. Yeah. I'm not sure where SmackDown is generating from this year, but this is the first SmackDown live post WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. be interested to see if they have the same crowd interaction and big stars and surprises and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, before we get into the main body of the show, the uh, seven-hour WrestleMania 33 show mm-hmm. uh, results in review, um, get some uh, news items and interest we got here, Vic. If you wanted to uh, to lead us along, yeah, there's a few headlines from this past week. Uh, first off, is uh, Zach Efron, uh, our our favorite actor, <laughs> he's been cast as Venom in the standalone Venom movie. So the Dirty Grandpa co-star. I, I appreciate that. really <laughs> wish Iris was here just so, I could, yeah. just so I could hear what he has to say about this. Oh, yeah. the yeah He'll be playing Eddie Brock in the spinoff film, which is planned, which is also planned to be an R-rated movie. They're all jumping on those R-rated movies now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I'm down for it. I am curious. I mean, I enjoy... I mean, I have no problem with Zac Efron. I haven't seen Dirty Grandpa, so I can't say one thing or the other. <laughs> but I know he can get, he's like, like, the big pro, the biggest problem with Topher Grace paying Eddie, playing Eddie Brock is that he's like a squar, you know, a scrawny dude. Mm-hmm. He looked nothing like Eddie Brock, like, whatsoever. Like, he didn't intimidate you in any way. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even when, like, the Venom thing peeled back and he had, like, the fangs and stuff, he just looked like a little wimp. Uh, yeah. Zac Efron, I feel like, could beat me up. So, I, uh, that's an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's chiseled. Yeah, I mean, he could, maybe he could pull it off. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I am really curious with the how how this is gonna work. Uh, time oh, okay. Eddie Brock, I know, is just always big. Zach Efron's pretty big. He's not really tall. He's t- yeah, he's tall. Have and you big, seen the Baywatch yeah. photos, Colbert? I have. I've seen the trailer and everything. He looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's in good shape. I'm not taking that away from him. I just thought, you know. You look like a Brock Lesnar type guy. Because that's what I, that's mm. how I always knew as Eddie Brock. He well, was, I don't think Brock Lesnar knows how to act. He doesn't, he can't even talk on a mic. His voice, his voice is higher than mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is pretty high. Uh, so, cool. I'm curious how it all ties into the, uh, It's I don't think it's MCU related, but it's be interesting to see how they do that with a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, in the universe, unless he's a different Spider-Man, or I, who knows? I don't even fucking know. Yeah, um, whatever. Um, I probably won't see it. If I'm being completely honest. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of like the the villain only movies, even though I know that Venom has had his anti-hero moments. But mm-hmm. MCU or bust, bitch. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Uh, also, other news: Jordan Peele, uh, he is eyed by Warner Brothers to, to direct a live-action Akira film. And so uh, Jordan Peele, who directed Get Out, uh, Warner Brothers wants him to direct their long-in-development Hell live ad- live adaptation of the uh, classic anime film, uh, which, hey, I think it's an, it's an audacious choice for sure. I mean... I'm glad that he's getting you know, recognized for his abilities and that Get yeah. Out was such a raging success. Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. Great. I love seeing different directors, especially directors of color. Mm-hmm. Get their, get their due and get their yeah. movies. It's cool. Did you end up seeing Get Out? No. 
It's it's really good. I yes, I it, it is on it is on the list. You always behind on shit. I actually worse than me. I do want to watch it. I just don't like spending twelve dollars to go to the movies. I'm sorry. Well, bootleg it. Don't bootleg it. No, <laughs> I, I try to avoid bootlegging if at all possible. Yeah, yeah. Streaming is whack. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I will say that it will be ironic if uh, if Jordan Peele directs a live adaptation of the, of Akira and it turns out to be whitewashed. <laughs> but like Ghost in the Shell, mm. but um, but a fun fact about Jordan Peele, uh, he actually did make a Hollywood history as the first black writer director to have a one hundred million dollar debut feature film with Get Out, and Get Out was only made on a budget of four million. That's insane. Yeah, it is good for him. That's why I like. Well, I know it's like horror slash not horror, but horror comedic horror. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of those, like, it's always those horror movies that get made for, like, $3 million and make a shit ton of money. Like, the yeah. paranormal activities of the world. So, mm-hmm. good for him. That's yeah. awesome. I I love, I mean, I, there's a lot of really funny uh, Kane Peel sketches out there that I know everyone enjoy, like, the, the Celebration one that you find on YouTube. But it's cool to see him branching out and doing other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, who knew he was a very talented director? Yeah. Like, awesome. And uh, I know that other movie they did with the cat. Um, oh, Keanu! Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Keanu. Yeah, that was, that was really funny. Mm. Um, other news: uh, Joss Whedon is set to direct a Batgirl film. Uh, Whedon will write, direct, and produce a standalone Batgirl film for Warner Brothers, and it will be part of the DCEU. But there's no word on which version of Batgirl it would be, whether it's New Fifty Two or the post New Fifty Two, like Batgirl of Burnside or Cassandra Kane, whoever, or Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Oh no, she's Batwoman. Right? No, um, no. Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. Batwoman yeah. is somebody else. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it. I don't know anymore. No. When it comes to DCEU, I just don't know anymore. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way about this that I do about uh, the Nightwing movie. But I still kind of feel like Josh Whedon's like turning his back on Marvel. No, I mean, he can direct whatever he wants. I mean, sure. he's a filmmaker. He can work with whatever studio. And he's done a lot of Is he under, like, any type of contract? Where you... no. no. I think oh, it okay. ended after Avengers 2. Um, you know, he... Well, I would have much rather him be the helm of the big movie over Zack Snyder, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a he has a, big, you know, a good history with female characters, um, you know, with Buffy and um, a lot of the other movies. Uh, Serenity, or, excuse me. Um, Felicity? Uh, Oh, Firefly. 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 Serenity was the name of the movie and the ship. Yeah. Um, did he, do Felicity? he did something for, else for WB, but he's done a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Um, and I feel the same way about Nightwing. I just, whatever. I, I don't care. There's, there, there's what? It's just Batgirl exists. Okay, cool. Like you said, there's like seven of them, so who knows which one it is. Um, yeah. I don't discount his abilities as a director, but if I remember correctly, Joss Whedon had a lot of like internal fights over Avengers 2 with Marvel. Mm-hmm. And if you thought that was bad, just fucking oh, wait until Warner Brothers <laughs> sticks their fat ass in there. Oh my oh, god. Man. That's the, that's gonna be entertaining. World star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So that should be interesting. Unless he only signed up with them saying you can do whatever the hell you want. Mm. But I just have no con like they're not even doing DCEU anymore. They're just doing the Bat family. Because yeah. even Suicide Squad, like three of those villains, four were all Bat villains, Batman villains. So hmm. whatever, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah, DCEU, they gotta set their game up. Yeah, resident DCEU fanboy John Haponic, please write in and let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, and uh, last uh, headline here: Ghost in the Shell flops at the box office. Uh, no. 
Uh, this live ad- this live action adaptation starring, starring Scarlett Johansson based on the 1995 anime classic only grossed 19 million dollars domestically, but the film cost 110 million dollars to produce. Good. Yeah, and it grossed 40 million dollars uh, worldwide. Uh, well, um, internationally for a worldwide total of 58.7 million dollars. Now, um, what a flop! Are any of you guys surprised at this? Nah, me no. neither. I mean, I'm glad that uh, I know that anime is like the next big thing that Hollywood's gonna try and scrape by and like just get their movies out there because there's, there's so there's a lot of good stories out there. Um, but with there was a lot of I know there was a lot of controversy with the whitewashing. I know the the creator said he didn't see it that way because her main character is an android and kind of just takes whatever viewpoint. And I'm glad you know it's cool that. Scarlett Johansson's getting a starring role because she did good in that. There's another movie, oh, uh, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, that yeah. did really well. Um, but sometimes these movies they can't outrun the controversy that follows them. Yeah, and I think it's ironic too that this movie flopped because you know uh, Hollywood's uh, studios' rationale is well, we can't cast a Japanese actress because you know <laughs> Japanese actresses you know don't make money and there's yeah. no bankable Japanese stars. Well, what happened now? Looky yeah. here. My favorite actress or actor or actress, how I'm not sure, whatever, is uh, Colleen Wing. Uh, that's the character's name in uh, Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. The the Asian actor whose name I Jessica... don't know. Jessica Hedwick. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She's yeah, the best. She's, she's really car- car- uh, charismatic. Mm-hmm. She was in Game of Thrones. She was in Star Wars as one of the rebel pilots or uh, resistance pilots. Um, she's great. I'd see a movie with her. She's great. Now, do you think this is going to start a trend? Like, you know how video game movies are just awful? You think that this could start a trend with anime movies? I mean, we had Dragon Ball, which was god-awful. Mm. Uh, Ghost in the Shell flopped, so I'm kind of nervous about Akira. Yeah, Akira, I mean, the reason why uh, I think Warner Brothers, I think Sony had had the rights at one point, but mm. they balked because it, they realized it was going to cost like $300 million. To do it justice, so they're like, "No, we're not touching that." Yeah, when those when those movies pass hands by just so many different developers and people and script rewrites, it never comes out well. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, the movie might be good, could be if you can get past you know the controversy of it. Whatever. I'm a white dude. I don't even fucking realize it. Whatever. This is me. Uh, but it's it's funny because I mentioned this before with like the Final Fantasy 15 movie. That's a Japanese made movie. All their characters are white. The Chinese movie with Matt Damon, that was a Chinese director, the Chinese mm-hmm. backing, Chinese funding, Chinese everything. They yep. cast Matt Damon. It wasn't a white dude that cast Matt Damon. It was a director. He, like, wanted him. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. Great, I think The Great Wall kind of flopped, too. Maybe. maybe they're probably, But they were probably aiming for, like, the China money. Yeah. Um, and uh, Death Note just dropped the trailer for Netflix, and their main character is, they made him white. Oh, um, I think I'm pretty sure he's Japanese in the the anime, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So more, you know, more people upset about that. I was never a Death Note guy, so I can't say I yes or nay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I I don't think I don't see it stopping. Mm-hmm. I until like uh, you saw this with the the um the Iron Man story, the Marvel story that you you commented on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to just leave this real quick, just because it's a little related. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Marvel, um, if I can pull it up on my phone. Which they blame sale. their sales were yeah. slumped a little bit in the past quarter. Yeah, oh, apparently, really? yeah they were, apparently Marvel uh, blames diversity or their di- their their lineup of diverse characters yeah. as the reason why the their sales have flopped. Yeah. Um, apparently, the um, uh, headline here reads, uh, you know, one of their executives said that we're not about politics. 
and he said that maybe people aren't you know aren't so willing to see diverse characters mm-hmm. uh, but oh, well, I'll, re- I'll read a I'll read a quote here uh, it's from um, the vice president of sales uh, David Gabriel from from Marvel uh, he said quote uh, what what we heard was that people didn't didn't want any more diversity. They didn't want female characters out there. That's what we heard, whether we believe that or not. I don't know that that's really true, but that's what we saw in sales. Uh, we saw the sales of any character that, that was diverse, any character that was new, our female characters, anything that was not a core Marvel character, people were turning their nose up against. That was difficult for us because we had a lot of fresh, new, exciting ideas that we were trying to get out and nothing new really worked, unquote. So, I don't know. I mean... You said it well on your Facebook post. Um, they they didn't create any new diverse characters. Yeah. They just took old existing characters and just replaced them with diverse characters. Yeah, it was like a reskin of like yeah. heroes that we've seen before. Yep, they made uh, Iron Man... Um, black girl, yeah, fifty-one black, black girl. girl Williams. They made Hulk an Asian man. Yep. They I'm made. Yep. They made Ms. Marvel a Muslim. Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Pakistani. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah. Pakistani. They made. Uh, the only, I think the only character that was um, when Captain when um, Sam Wilson Falcon became Captain America that went well because. He was a well. Urban, everybody was already yeah. He was yeah, a, he's already established. Sure, he's an original mm-hmm. character. That's taking over, you know, a mantle. He's not just some someone just shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. They just they're like, okay, this is the new Iron Man. It's fifteen year old girl. Have fun. Because then people who have been reading Iron Man for like sixty years and be like, fuck, oh, what? Get out of here. Where's Tony Stark? Mm-hmm. Then you're setting them up to fail. I don't, why? Why can an executive see that? Like, we're just a bunch of bums sitting in a basement, and <laughs> they we can see that, and they can. I don't get it. Like, I can save you so much money. Holy crap! It's not that hard. I don't think. The thing was. From my point of view, I heard like I've heard a lot of good things about you know the way they've been doing these uh, characters, these diverse characters. I was actually personally a fan of them. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, I was really excited to read about um, Riri Williams. I read, I think I have her. Yeah, I do have her number one comic. Um, and like in so many of them, I was really excited to. I haven't really got a chance to you know read read a lot of them. Robbie Reyes was good, the uh, Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. and they even used them in the in Marvel mm-hmm. Agents of Shield. Yeah. Oh, and a new episode starts tonight. Oh, nice. The next pod. Nice. Yeah. That's what they call it. <laughs> yeah, they made um, Thor, uh, Jane, which is a woman. And who else did they change? They did some... Oh, uh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen yeah. and Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah. Miles Morales is probably a popular one because they built him up in the Ultimate Universe. And it, right. and it sucks that he, you know, he's not someone like an original hero, but he had his own... Before he became Ultimate Spider-Man, he had like an arc to him, yeah. and I mean these guys, these characters may have, but it seems like they're just kind of dropped in. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe the more, you know majority of people are just like, ah, I'm not gonna read Riri Williams. Yeah, who the hell's that? <laughs> but especially if you're trying to get into stuff, it's, it's difficult. I mean, I, 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 I know what they're trying to do, but they're they're half-assing it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's pr- it's pretty lazy. Like when you're just reskinning uh, current yeah. characters. Like if they really if Marvel calls themselves the House of Ideas, then they mm-hmm. should come up with those brand new original characters yep. that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and you know you know just have the Marvel name as a brand to get people's pique people's interest. Yeah, because right now one of the most popular superhero villains, heroes or villains, is Harley Quinn. She's an original character mm-hmm. made for an animated TV cartoon yep. uh, from the '90s. So, and I'm trying to think, it's, I always think this too, it's like, you have all these, uh, 
the old characters from 40 years ago. When is the last, like, new hero? Like, when is the last new hero that was made that's, like, super popular? I know, uh, like, Guardians are even, even the Guardians of the Galaxy are hella old. Yeah. And they're, but their yeah. latest team that is in the movie was 2008, which was, like, rebootish-ish. But, like, who's, like, a new hero? You can't think of any new heroes anymore, and it's, like, it's so hard for them to get off the floor because... Probably say Justin Jones is the latest. Yeah, that's, again, that's probably true, yeah. Or, like, the nuclear she warhead came in, hero. Like, I want to say she came in, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, nuclear warhead from Deadpool. What's her name? Megasonic Teenage yeah. Warhead. They, yeah. I think She's they, been around for a while. Too. Yeah, but I think they said that like she had no history, so that's why they took her for that movie because they wanted to do something with her. Yeah. So, I, and that's cool. I mean, there's there are characters out there you can grab and, and do stuff with. Like, I have to, they should do that. They should go take a character who's been around for a while but has never really had done anything and just bring him, bring him to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Do you need seven Wolverines? <laughs> do you? I don't think so. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. That's all I had. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. We just need, you know, new, new, new faces. Brand new, yeah. New faces, brand new yeah. characters. Integrate them in, have them do like a co starring role and then branch them out on their own. I feel like there's yeah. ways to do it. Yeah. And you're owned by Disney. You have unlimited money. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Also, I mean, come on. Said. Infinity Wars is a half a billion dollars. Who? Infinity Wars. The. The, the game developer? No, the um, in, no, I said Infinity Wars. The um, oh, oh Infinity Avengers. was. I think it's Infinity War. Duh, duh, duh. Sorry, yeah. Oh. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The movies, it's the, their budget's a half a billion dollars. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, yeah, they're that's probably they got paying, the money. It's probably just paying <laughs> for the the act, actors at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, holy moly. Uh, yeah. So um, interesting. That's that's a that's a whole other podcast. You can talk about that for days. Like all the stuff they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because even a guy like Iron Fist, like he was created in the seventies. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. expect them to cast someone different for him. I mean, I posted, I said my idea last week, but it's like just make a new superhero. Like ninety nine percent of the population does not know Iron Fist's history from the seventies until today. I didn't like, even know. It. Is it mm-hmm. really going to be that big of a deal if you just made a new character mm-hmm. and then put him in the Defenders? Like, yeah. the, like what the fuck? Is it really that big of a difference? I don't think so. Well, you don't you don't want to piss off the purists. That that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, that one percent of humans. <laughs> I don't want to make them mad. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> well, so oh, that's that's yeah. our headlines for this week. Sweet. Um, now we're gonna talk about this week. Oh. Yeah, it's it's uh it's uh, it's been pretty quiet. Um, yeah. I mean the Joss Whedon thing when I when that first when I first posted I thought it was like a like a April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. Or like it was like John, really Joss Whedon that's what you're gonna do I, good for him good yeah. and they just had the 20th anniversary uh, EW um, Entertainment Weekly had a big spread about the Buffy 20 year anniversary so that was pretty cool to see that nice uh, now the the biggest thing that happened this past week and it's interesting because now that WWE like owns the entire weekend everything else just kind of gets out of their way mm-hmm. it's like so freaking big um, and we talked about everything surrounding that yep boys I I am uh I am retired, as a as a certain wrestler is after this week. Um, I've stepped away from the the wrestling world, so I've I've missed all the pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still root for the um, success of individual wrestlers, not so much the company because they drive me fucking crazy. Um, how was WrestleMania? Thoughts, results, uh, reviews. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 33, uh, taking place in Orlando, Florida, this past Sunday. The ultimate thrill ride. Yes, the yes. ultimate, ultimate thrill, thrill ride. ride. <laughs> all all five hours of it, plus the two-hour pre-show. So technically, it was a two-day event. 
Because it ended right after midnight. Wow. We thought it went late last year. Yeah. That was, yeah. 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 Damn. This is a, a 33. This year is the longest WrestleMania on record. Mm, I believe it. And um, I will say, like, it was it was an enjoyable show. It was quite entertaining. It was definitely better than 32 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I, I will say I, I do have a few issues here and there with the show, but overall it was an enjoyable uh, package. Uh, Carl, do you have any uh, th- opening thoughts? Give it like a C. A C? Like it had it had its good, has its flaws, had its great spots. One surprise. Mm-hmm. Which but, we'll get into. Yeah, we will. Yeah. So. Uh, but like, but you're right. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know overall I would if I had to give it a grade I give it a B. You know, solid B. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we began with the uh, the two-hour pre-show. Uh, we had the uh, first match of the night, uh, Neville uh, versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Very good match. Um, I, I expected Austin Aries to take it, but Neville actually secured the win. He hit him with the red arrow out of the desperation. Mm-hmm. Um, after and freaking clawed his eyes. <laughs> yep, clawed his injured eye. Nice. Uh, you know... So he gained the advantage. So Neville is still the king of the cruiserweights. <laughs> nice. Yep. And then you had the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yes. Where um, right, perennial right. perennial tool Mojo Rawley uh, won right. by eliminating the final uh, contestant in the Battle Royal, Jinder Mahal, mm. who was robbed unjustly because <laughs> a certain... Uh, a certain uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Let it out. A certain uh, uh, football guy, uh, Robert Gronkowski, or you know who or, he is, or, <laughs> or Gronk, Gronk, Grack. Who the fuck cares? You know what? If if anybody who lives outside of the of the New England area does not give a fuck who Robert Gronkowski is, and I'll give you, and I'll tell you something right now. What pisses me off about this whole thing? The only reason why Mojo Rawley is getting a push. You want to know what Mojo Rawley's gimmick is? His gimmick is I have a famous friend. And, and and a famous friend is Rob Gronkowski. Funny thing about that too was when Rob Gronkowski was about to interfere, one of the security staff actually stopped him from coming into the ring because that security staff member did not know that he was part of the show. Mm. So after that aw- bit of awkwardness for like a few seconds, he came. <laughs> well, it gave it a more legit look. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did make it more legit. I mean, I give it that. Uh, he came in, so Gronk came into the ring. He did his little football stance or whatever, mm. and then he. Uh, Bum rushed or tackled Jinder Mahal, shoulder checked him. I believe. I stick. believe. I call it a hit stick because yeah. <laughs> it's a bad term. Yeah. I, uh, I believe it's a no holds barred when it's a battle royal. I don't think there's any disqualification. <laughs> no, it's it's not. Um, so uh, so Mojo Rawley is your fourth Andre the Giant Memorial mm-hmm. Battle uh, Royal winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did not see that coming. I didn't, no. If you go back and check the tapes. This is the exact ending that I predicted. You did predict it last week. I thought you were just ribbing, but no, you were you were on the money, Maurice. They love their celebrities. They fucking love their celebrities. Give the high five for that one. Woo! Yeah, good one. Like, how to your elbows? Like, like I predicted Braun Strowman, uh, Carl mm-hmm. predicted Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Both were eliminated. They don't have famous friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know and. And Sammy actually had a chance too. Yeah. He did. Was a uh, big show in this match? Was he? In yeah, he, he got eliminated first. Oh wow! Yeah, like, they got him out the way. Yeah, that's funny. So yeah, uh, uh, Mojo Rawley, Gronk. Who gives a shit? Did he, did he got the he got the big trophy. Yeah, he did. I guess Gronk has re- uh, recovered from his back surgery. Uh, it's so funny. Um, seeing all the so all the all the sports around local sports pages on Facebook and everything posted about Rob Gronkowski being involved in. 
talked about it on ESPN first tape. Sports fans are the fucking worst. Yes, they are. They are the worst. They are the worst of the worst. Especially when you're reading it as someone who appreciates the art of wrestling. And uh, someone's like, ah, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. You should only be focusing on getting better. I'm sick of his act. I'm like, dude. All he did was just literally just push someone over. <laughs> he just pushed him over. And obviously, they got, um, who was it? I'm sorry. That he shoved over. Oh, Jim Jim Yeah, he made it look way worse than it really was, you know, because he's a wrestler. He's supposed to do that. It's like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Just yeah. shut up. You're, you're white people like that. You, people like that are the reason that you hate us, Victor. <laughs> people like that. Are just I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm sure you probably would have seen the same thing if like Des Bryant did. All the doubt would be like, oh my God, he's going to focus on football. There's those fans like that everywhere. It's it's the worst. It's the worst. Fuck them. All of them. I hate them. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, so uh <laughs> so yeah, so that bit of business happened. And then you had the third and final uh, pre show match, Dean Ambrose, uh defending mm. his Intercontinental Championship against Baron Corbin. It is unfortunate that they got bumped to the pre show. Yeah. I, I, that really is I was actually very surprised on I think because they got so much flack from trying to move the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship to the pre-show. Yeah. I think your tweet saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so being the being that it was the pre-show, uh, Dean Ambrose retained against Baron That was Corbin. surprising. Yeah. Interesting. It was surprising. I, mean, yeah, I was kind of hoping for Baron Corbin to get the rub. Yeah. I mean, there's really no good reason why Ambrose should remain at a continental mm-hmm. champion. But, you know, it, yeah, we it is score. We did score cards as like you did last yeah, yeah. year. We was our card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so uh, after that, we got into the main show uh, with the opening match of AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. And what was actually a pretty good match. That's a good That's a good start starter. Yeah. Get the crowd going. Yeah, Shane mm-hmm. McMahon definitely held his own. And AJ Styles, man, he proved why he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He, he carried him to a great match. Yeah, yeah. Shane did a shooting star press. Yep. Better than Brock Lesnar. Wow. Yep, landed right on his belly instead of on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was an awesome spot there where AJ Styles uh, did a 450 splash from the top rope because awesome. Shane was laid on the ground. And as soon as AJ Styles landed, Shane caught him in the Hell's Gate, a uh, triangle chokehold. Nice. Nice. So lots of good, uh, lots of d- d- very good chain wrestling uh, mm-hmm. throughout. So at the end, AJ Styles won good. with a phenomenal forearm. That's good. In, in my opinion, AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world. Mm. Absolutely. I won't, I won't argue with that. Mm. I won't. Yeah, yeah. I won't argue with that. So it was a very good match. Very good opener. Nice. Um, then you had uh, Kevin Owens uh, defeated Chris Jericho for the U.S. Championship. Decent match, you know. Um, wasn't anything. It wasn't any different from their previous, uh, you know, dalliances. Hmm. It's a pretty good. That's a pretty good story, you know, because that's a that's a long arcing story that WWE told and probably continuing to tell, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny that Dean Ambrose, who is WWE champion, and Kevin Owens, who is Universal champion, are now the two secondary <laughs> title holders. <laughs> I find that quite funny. Yeah, and this is uh, Kevin Owens' fourth WWE title. Damn. Yeah, following the NXT Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, Universal, and now US. So now he just needs tag in world. Yeah. And he will have the ball. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, a, it was a good story. You know, two Canadians, one US belt. That's the story <laughs> of America right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Then you had the uh, fatal four-way uh, women's match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax. I think I said Bailey was going to retain. I think I may have. Yep. I think so. I think so. And you called it, Maurice, once again, because Bailey did, in fact, retain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they first eliminated my- Nia Jax. Not I, wanted my- I was going for Nia on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rock's cousin. 
Yeah, Rock's cousin, but, uh, you know... She has a celebrity cousin, why not? I'm just thought, we said it earlier, Mojo has a friend who's famous, she has a cousin that's famous. Yeah. Oh, so it's Roman Reigns. Yeah, but... Uh, I said that explains a lot about Roman Reigns now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it was a, it was a, you know, not, nothing special, nothing to write home about, but mm-hmm. it was nice to see Bailey come out there, you know, pay tribute to the Macho Man. She dropped the Macho Savage elbow oh. on Charlotte, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was a lot, yeah, her and Charlotte were the last yep. ones. Yep. Did, um, I didn't watch Raw, but my other, my other, uh, thing was that Sasha was going to turn on Bailey on Raw. Did that happen? No. No. Son of a bitch! <laughs> and I thought it was going to happen, too, because, like, she kind of, like, um, this was on Raw, mm-hmm. when, um... They won their little six-man match, and the ref was handing Bailey the belt, and Sasha kind of took it, uh-huh. then gave it to Bailey, and I'm like, mm, okay, next maybe it's next week. Could it happen? Could it happen? No, nope, didn't happen. Maybe it's gonna be next week. We'll see. Maybe, so. maybe yeah. not. Yeah, it's trying to build that up a little. <laughs> and uh, then you had uh, the uh, triple threat tag team match for the Raw tag team titles. You had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defending against Cesaro and Sheamus, and Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Now. Just when the match was about to start, you had the New Day, the hosts come out, and they said, uh, we just received word that, that this that this is going to be a fatal four-way match, but who, who, who is going to be the fourth team? And so, and then, you know, just when the New Day, you know, they were about to, you know, slowly walking their way to the ring, and all of a sudden you heard the Hardy Boys theme music play, and then they got, they received the hugest pop of the night. Mm. biggest pop of the night it was like attitude era level yes yep and then when you saw matt and jeff hardy come out in their team extreme you know quasi team extreme get up slash uh broken broken hardy universe get up Mm -hmm. because matt hardy still has the colored hair yep and you know there were chants of delete 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 and it it was it was so good yeah that's that's even i I marked on i'm like i did i was like holy fucking shit it's the hardest (laughs) i really enjoyed their tag run during the attitude era i kind of missed some of jeff's like ascendance as a solo guy mm-hmm. i know he was like when he left he was probably like one of the most one of the most over guys oh, yeah. um and i didn't really like his tna stuff but obviously all the victory road stuff that happened when he was not well yeah um <laughs> and uh and when he beat austin aries for the title that's when i stopped watching tna <laughs> so yeah screw that i literally um, watched tna for like five minutes it's interesting yeah yeah it was it was before hogan and bischoff got there at its moments um it was interesting uh, because I remember Hogan said that Bobby Roode is not the guy. Well, fuck you, Hogan. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to see because on the indie scene, like Matt Hardy is the guy, mm-hmm. but in the WWE universe, actually using that, it's still Jeff Hardy. Like he is still the number one guy, even though Matt like revitalized their whole shtick. Yeah, it's, it's hard to revitalize yourself when you're doing the same thing for 20 years. So good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah even Jeff like indicated he's like, oh, I'm 39 years old and I can still do this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I heard some, I heard somewhere that Jeff Hardy actually never had a serious injury in his in ring career, which is remarkable. No, he actually hasn't. No, no, That's wild. Yeah, like, like all his all his time off has usually been drug related. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say due to. Drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no um, way around it. It is interesting because WWE is big on their drug testing. So we'll see. I mean, I think, from what I understand, he's clean, like totally clean. So good mm-hmm. for him. Hopefully he stays that way. And uh, they had just wrestled in a Ring of Honor ladder match the night before. Yeah. Right? yeah. So and, damn. And it's interesting because, you know, one of the uh, angles that the Hardys were, were, were you know, 
we're going through was the was uh, the expedition for gold, as <laughs> as Matt Hardy pronounced, mm-hmm. uh, in which they, they actually went over to like local uh, local territorial uh, uh, wrestling organizations and won some of their tag team titles. Ah, okay. Like they won the ring, of, they won the TNA tag titles. Then yep. they won the Ring of Honors, yep. and then they won a uh, one in Mexico. <laughs> That's funny, and now they won the big one. Yeah, the the top one, the culmination of their expedition. That's the, great. The tag team titles, and hopefully we'll see uh, more of their uh, broken gimmick be you know introduced more and more to the WWE yeah. fans. It'd be interesting. Cause I know there is some TNA litigation that might be affecting that. Do they talk at all on Raw? Uh, he, they talk like in the uh, like an interview. Yeah, like, but no um, broken Matt Hardy. No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, they talked on like the pro show. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to hear more chants of delete. <laughs> oh, they cheated. They cheated that all oh, raw, raw last night. Oh, we'll we'll talk about that in in a, in a bit too. Then you had another match, a mixed tag team match with uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena versus The Miz and Maurice. And and of course, uh, uh Cena and Nikki Bella won. This was over like a motherfucker oh, do that match. Yeah, Miz was the white meat baby. Holy shit. <laughs> And I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to see Maurice wrestle too much, though. Not as much she as I can't. wanted to. Well, she well, she was a former Divas champion, though. She can't wrestle. That was during an era where it was just let's just get some pretty faces in the ring. Yeah, the Kelly Kelly era. Yeah, but still. You know, oh, did she make an appearance? She didn't. She was at the Hall of Fame. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, but after that match, which Cena and uh, Nikki Bella prevailed, Cena, you know, popped the big question finally, proposed to uh, Nikki Bella. Well, thank God. Yep, and uh, now they're engaged. Hmm. So, yeah, it's no Macho Man and Elizabeth, but... Man, I tweeted that, and my phone blew up for at least a good, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Well... And nobody gives a damn about Al Roker. Yeah. How how was he involved? Oh, he was was a ring announcer. Oh, God. That, that's... that's There we go. That was it. I like the weather, but Jesus. Um, (laughs) That'll be a good episode of Total Bellas. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it was just a, a work. Maybe they're not really engaged. <laughs> he worked himself into a shoot. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I didn't really, uh, I was working. And she's going to be like, no, it was a shoot. So no, it was really work. Oh, God, it's going to be really awkward for him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good for them. So now uh, his contractually obligated girlfriend is now his contractually obligated fiance. <laughs> so congrats to Cena and Nikki. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what's up. And then you had the uh, unsanctioned match between Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Mm. Um, this match was it was enjoyable, but it was long. It was twenty five minutes. Wow! From bell to bell, or bell to bell. Entrance. Wow! Holy crap! That is a long match. Yeah, and uh, Triple H came out in a uh, you know his uh, American badass cosplay. Sons of, a- Sons of Anarchy. Mm. Sons of Anarchy. You know he yeah. was you know around. That was like, literally his Sons of Anarchy yeah. with cops. Yeah, cop, you know, had the cop, you know, motorcade, you know, mm-hmm. he was driving behind them. It must be fun to just be able to, like, spend all that money on yourself. Be like, it's part of the show! Yeah. Hmm. But it, it was it was a good match, good, a good battle between uh, Rollins and Triple H. It's another know. good story, long yeah. story. And yeah. It was, like, delayed by a few injuries, but good mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. It sucks because, like, Samoa Joe got, like, the shaft and that whole thing with the injury to Seth Rollins, like, immediately after he attacked him. Yeah. So... Hmm. Yeah, so they were kind of like, you know, building up a Seth Rollins bum knee mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rollins, he came out in an all-gold attire. So when, when yeah. he came out in his entrance, he, he was carrying a torch. So I wanted him to run to the ring, mm-hmm. you know, like chariots of fire. But no, we didn't get that. But uh, uh, the uh, the match did culminate with uh, Stephanie McMahon trying to interfere. And then uh, then uh, Seth Rollins dropkicked Triple H. Triple H ran to Stephanie. Stephanie uh, got dropped through a table hmm. inadvertently. 
I always want to go through a table. Yeah, which is great because, you know, kayfabe, you won't see Stephanie for a few weeks because <laughs> uh, she is grading as mm. hell. Yes, she's not. She has, like, the go-away heat. Not, oh, yeah. Not like the, I love to hate you heat. It's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's, like, obnoxious and insufferable. Yeah. She yeah. looked good, though, in a little Gemma costume. Get up. Gemma? From Sons of Anarchy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So Seth Rollins prevailed. Uh, and that storyline is uh, concluded. And then you have the next match, the uh, WWE Championship match, Bray Wyatt defending against Randy Orton. What did you think about that, Carl? Different. Different, yeah. There was it, was, a... it was different. Like, Bray Wyatt will bend backwards out of co- on a corner, and then next thing you know, maggots are projected in the ring. Hmm. He did it again, and it was roaches. Did it again. It was like earthworms. Hmm. Yeah, it was like some sort of like goofy mind game that oh, yeah. they were trying to play on Orton. But then Orton hit him with an RKO and won the title. I don't know where. It's like, yeah. I mean. Uh, Bray Wyatt should have took that because it's like, okay, like Orton had his time and it just didn't really give Bray Wyatt any more time to. Right. Do- to like establish himself, like he's there, like he's there and stuff. He's a top heel. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I just think like a longer title run would have just like. I, I just I hate hot potato with championships because like AJ Styles had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Brought you know that's helps the prestige of it, mm-hmm. and then you go from Royal Rumble to Extreme Rules. Not Extreme Rules. I'm sorry. Elimination yeah. Chamber. He lost it at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Then John Cena lost it at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And now Bray Wyatt lost it at WrestleMania. That's three pay-per-views in a row. Why? Why did the young upstart Randy Orton need to get a rub for his 13th time champion ring? Well, why? Really? Is it really that yeah. cool? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they wanted to... I think con- this would be another hot potato. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're concluding the whole Wyatt storyline so they need to have the face, in this case, Orton... Be, be put over yeah. but I would have liked to have seen the, the rare example of the heel you know prevailing the summer champion yeah. but yeah. you know you know how it goes summer champions are usually baby faces kids mm. are out of school they can stay up late to watch Raw um, a lot they're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of events kids wanna see the baby face champion yeah, it's good. pretty much been a pattern like that for as, for as long as I was a kid since I was a kid it's a good mm. point it's a good yeah point. indeed so uh, yeah Orton's your new uh, WWE champion um then you had the Universal Championship match, Goldberg defending mm. against Brock Lesnar mm. in a in a pretty very dance, enjoyable match. Yeah, pretty solid five minute contest, just nothing but power moves. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, uh, spears, F fives, German ten German suplexes, and I called it. You called it. I called twelve German suplexes. Carl called ten. <laughs> so Carl was on the money. Sometimes it's fun to just have two hosses. Going at it, mm-hmm. you know, throwing blows, trading blows, throwing that's hammers. Pretty, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was just five. It was just a solid five-minute contest. It could have gone maybe a couple more minutes, and I wouldn't have minded. But it was definitely the match that WrestleMania twenty should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. made up for it. Even Goldberg admit like the okay WrestleMania twenty was the debacle. We did something better than that. Like, yeah, because the funny thing is with that stuff that you can do short matches. You can do them. Mm-hmm. You know, just make it powerful. Because yep. it doesn't look like it's not a squash. It's not. He just ran through you because you hit him too. Mm-hmm. You hit him too. You know, just go back and forth. So, cool. Yeah. And I'm glad that Brock Lesnar, or not Brock, uh, Goldberg's son got to watch him wrestle. Because he's been talking about that for years. That, yeah. yeah, that was pretty much, that was it. So like, the, he, he, 
Yeah, he wanted a son. So, mm-hmm. but now that Goldberg is back, or was back, came back for his... his he did a little fight. He did a farewell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hardy Boys, Kurt Angle being inducted. Mm-hmm. Outside of CM Punk and Hulk Hogan. Fuck him. Who was left to come back? Hmm. Like they're all oh, the rocks there. Yeah, I'm glad he actually. Well, he didn't. He show up at WrestleMania at all. No. no. Oh, good. He needed. He needed a year off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But who? Like the Rock. He's, he's back. The Rock is always around. Like, he's like a freaking the moon just circles it forever. He's always in its orbit. Damn, who would be? Dynamite Kid. Sting's, <laughs> Sting's there. Like Sting came back. Dynamite Kid. Sting came. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh. There's no one in TNA that I can think of. Drew Galloway came back. Yeah, NXT. Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, was he Galloway outside of, or is that someone else? I'm thinking of. No, it's somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that might yeah, that might have been it. I think the Hardys might have been it. Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, Bruno came back. Mm-hmm. I think CM Punk is only Anderson, but he got Alzheimer's. He got Alzheimer's. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. Warrior came back. Warrior. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just CM Punk now. Yeah. I really think. Until nope, no, no, no. Owen Hart's wife. Oh. oh yeah, oof, yeah, and that's gonna be a long yeah, shot. That ain't mm. happening. Uh, that does suck. That they can't really do more with his every, you know, everything. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, they right. put out the DVD. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think she's part of it, right though. She let him do. No, I don't think she was a part of it. I mm-hmm. I watched like the first look. I, yeah. I haven't had a chance yeah. to like find even, it and watch it. Even Bret Hart is trying to get her to come. You know, came in so they can you know share his greatness with the world yeah. as well as they can. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's that's a special case. Um, but yeah, CM Punk, and then we'll see what happens. All these guys come back, CM Punk. He'll come back one day. Hmm. Eventually. Five yeah. years when he's running the one UFC cash. <laughs> I'm sure he'll come back. Yeah, with the right price. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Money talks. Oh, yeah. So uh, Lesnar, uh, well, Goldberg hit Lesnar with a jackhammer. Uh, Lesnar shockingly kicked out at two. Uh, Lesnar hit uh, Goldberg with one F5 and pinned him to become the new Universal Champion, which means he's going to hold that belt hostage until <laughs> SummerSlam. So all the uh, full-timers on Raw, the U.S. title is your top prize now. So enjoy that. You did tweet that. So Kevin, yeah. Owens, tweet. Kevin Owens is the Universal Champion once again. Yep. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, um, and, and Goldberg, uh, the next night on Raw, uh, last night, he uh, this was uh, during the Raw talk, he did have a farewell but at the same time, he said, never say never. So he might come back for one more match. You mm-hmm. never know. He'll probably disappear. He's probably just get one. He'd probably end up becoming like an ambassador or something. Yeah. Letting his contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then you had the uh, penultimate match, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss defending against uh, uh, Carmella, Mickey James, Natalia, and Becky Lynch, and Naomi. And a uh, pretty decent match. Uh at the end, Naomi won her second uh, women's championship in her hometown of Orlando. Oh, cool! Which oh, was yeah. the right choice. Mm-hmm. Good WrestleMania moment for her. Oh yeah, good, good, good way to bounce back from her injury. She had to forfeit the title in the first place because yeah, of that. Sure. Oh really? That's yeah. nice. Oh good, I'm glad then. I know they said like it could have been like any woman in the roster, but that that was it. Yeah. No surprises. Nope. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was cool. And then you had the uh, what turned out to be the main event of the mm-hmm. night. You had uh, Roman Reigns, the uh, white meat baby faced, well be- universally beloved, against uh, The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, to uh, commemorate this uh, match, Jim Ross came back to uh, do the play by play. Good for him. Now he's back too. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, that's very good for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's had a 
tragedy, unfortunately. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He, he just signed a two-year deal nice. with the WWE. Hmm. And uh, this match with Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, um, well, it was a 23-minute contest. And I will say this um, to kind of set this up. Uh, mind you, uh, one of one of the big jokes that uh, that a lot of fans had, myself included, was that will Undertaker be able? How long will Undertaker's entrance be? Because the ramp it was long. long the, like the the entrance ramp was eighty yards. And I will say this, though, as a quick aside, the, the, this year's uh, WrestleMania set was the best one I've ever seen. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Was it a working roller coaster? No, it no. wasn't. Uh, that day, I don't think WWE had that much no. <laughs> Yeah, I heard it cost like cost them like five million Good the God. whole set. Wow. Yeah, but it money well spent because it was the best set I've seen. So, uh, so uh, Undertaker, in order to combat to to counter that eighty yard uh, walk because his hip would probably give out, um, he actually he appeared. Did. In the middle of the ramp, he oh, rose, <laughs> rose from the rose from the underground, mm-hmm. from the depths of hell, and then he walked his way to the ring. And then he uh, before him, Roman Reigns came out to a chorus of thunderous boos, uh, yeah, and jeers. And uh, the match itself, well, since well, Carl, since you're the resident Undertaker fan and uh, disciple. Don't do it. No, don't even do it. You go ahead and break it down because okay. I'm biased like a motherfucker. Right uh, the match itself, um, I gotta say, it was nothing special. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's being generous. I'll put that on Giant. I'll compare it to Giant Gonzalez. I will not. Okay, I will not say the match was. It was not that bad. <laughs> like it was not WrestleMania Nine Giant Gonzalez bad. Mm-hmm. I will say it was more closer to the Lesnar uh, Lesnar Undertaker WrestleMania Thirty match in terms of quality. Ooh. Closer to that, you know, it was better than that match, but concussion you know, mid match bad. Yeah, but um, watching the match, it was sad. Mm, it was yes. sad because it was very clear that Undertaker was way past his prime. Mm-hmm. That he just didn't have it in him anymore. Um, he really looked his age, and like he really tried. He really tried to give a, a good contest. Like you know, the mind, the mind was hungry. But the body just wasn't wasn't caving in, and it was it was sad to see him try to hit some of those high spots. Um, it was, uh, and then to see some awkward moments in the ring, like for example, Undertaker did hit the tombstone at one point. Roman Reigns kicked out of two, and then uh, there was another point in the match where uh, Roman Reigns tried to counter the Undertaker with his own tombstone. He was trying to lift Undertaker off the ground. He couldn't do it, and he couldn't do it. He lifted him up twice, and it was just dead weight. They had to, mm. they had to, they had to just drop that spot completely. Mm. And oh my god, it, 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 it was it was like it was like so watching the Undertaker in this match. It was like watching Mickey Rourke's character in The Wrestler. <laughs> like it was like watching Randy the Ram Robinson, mm-hmm. and. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, that movie was thoroughly depressing, and yeah, and yeah. I, I, I love that, I, I love that movie by the way. Of course you do, but uh, <laughs> but man, it was like oh my god, just 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 let it go, Grandpa. We 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 understand. Oh, and you know he put off. I'm pretty sure he put off surgery just so he can get into his last match. Because we've yeah. said on this podcast before, you go out, you go out looking up at the lights, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Glad he stuck to it. Yeah, and uh, I thought about you say I literally heard you say oh, that yeah, yep. as I watched it. Yep, it's and uh, you know, towards the end of the match, uh, it, it took Roman Reigns. I think he hit like three to five spears, mm-hmm. like uh, five Superman punches, and, and five Superman and punches over and over, and over again. And um, at the end of the match, uh, Undertaker still had, was still standing. He was still refusing to go down. And so Roman Reigns ran to the ropes, then back to the ropes, then back to the ropes again. 
hit hit Undertaker with a devastating final spear for the one two three, which uh, makes uh, Undertaker's uh, second loss at our WrestleMania. So his record is twenty three and two. It's two and two in the past four years. Yeah. So 23 and 2 in a total of 25 WrestleMania matches. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns uh, left uh, to a, once again, a, a chorus of boos and uh, pyrotechnics going off all, all across the uh, arena. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, and I will say this before you get into it, Carl, there was one sad moment in the match. And I, and I think it was kayfabe partially, but there was one moment where Undertaker did, did his zombie sit up, but then he keeled over oh. to his side. And. Oh. And oh my god, it was like I, I just felt sorry. I just felt pity. Yeah, he had to. I mean, he he gave, he fought the good fight with putting off the hip surgery because obviously it's been. How old is he? Fifty-two. Yeah. Just turned fifty-two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. oh my god. Look at fifty-two-year-olds walking the street. Uh, so good. You know, I'm glad he won. It's it's tough because it like Steve Austin's last match. They mm-hmm. talked about that going on last. He's talking on his podcast, him and the Rock. Mm-hmm. But he was he said he he didn't feel like he could. You know at his age and with all his injuries catching up to him. And he had like a issue the night before we had to go to the hospital. Cause like he had his heart started beating like crazy. Mm. Cause he had like anxiety or something, something weird. No. So he like couldn't, you know, handle it. So it's obviously all eyes are on the main event match at WrestleMania with 60,000 people. Mm. Um, so good on the undertaker. Um, like I said, they go out and Carl, we're going to give Carl his time. He's going to get <laughs> yeah. his time. Um, it sucks that he had to do, you know, give the rub to Roman Reigns who yeah. doesn't need the rub. Oh, no. yeah, literally no. anyone else needs a rub anyone no. else Any, anyone else on that roster there's only one person on that roster who does not need that rub and it is Roman Reigns mm-hmm. um, I've, I, we talked about this off the air before we started um, it, the, the Undertaker losing the streak to Brock Lesnar I understand because you couldn't that heat would have never left someone you know he would always been remembered as the asshole that beat the Undertaker streak mm-hmm. but give it to Brock Lesnar who doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. and then have someone beat him Mm-hmm. You know, to reclaim the Undertaker's glory. But who was going to do that? It was going to be Roman Reigns. It'll probably be Roman Reigns next year. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have Roman Reigns get the rub from the Undertaker when he could have been anyone. Br- Bray Wyatt would have been perfect. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. That would perfect. Have been to be the transfer, like, yeah. the... Essence. Yeah, yeah. The essence of the darkness. darkness. Yeah. 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 But, like, absolutely perfect. Why Roman Reigns? This... Only like two other, two or three other people have main evented three WrestleManias in a row, and Roman Reigns has already done it. Yeah. <laughs> like three WrestleMania main events in a row, and CM Punk gonna get one? Mm-hmm. Get out of here, Roman Reigns, you son of a bitch! Yeah. Now he's he's gonna be hated forever. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's the most hated. He's, person on the he's gained an enemy out of me. Yeah. And and for real, and and I I can see the story the storyline that that they're gonna build is basically uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar the own the two yeah. in twenty three and two. You see it already. The, the only two oh, they already people. mentioned they mentioned yeah. that last night. Did they really? They, they said exactly that. Mm-hmm. The I'm, only two men to defeat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I did say on last week's show that main event main event of WrestleMania thirty four will be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Book it. Book your book your tickets now, boys. Oh Jesus. Book it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, well, so yeah, uh, Carl, uh, do you want to talk about the final moments of WrestleMania? Thank you uh, for actually giving me <laughs> post match. Oh man, that was that was rough. that was rough for me being a lifelong and loyal Undertaker fan. I've been a fan of his since I was six mm-hmm. when he first came out. He was a bad guy. I actually never cheered for the bad guys mm-hmm. at that moment, and that was the first time I ever did. So. You know, that's my little history. I was a, I was an Undertaker fan before I was a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Undertaker got him beat by like two years. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so you know, Roman goes up the up the ramp, you know, to a clusterfuck of boobs, mm-hmm. booze. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns got the boobs and the booze. <laughs> he is a bit flabby, so I mean, I mean, I've seen him in uh, NXT and he before he wore the vest. The vest is illegal, by the way. That shit should not be allowed. <laughs> that, should, that should not. D'Lo Brown wore it as a heel. God, I hear Roman Reigns, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry, girl. Please continue. So, um. You know, Roman walks up the ramp, and then next thing you know, Undertaker's up on his feet, and his written his um, and his jacket, hat, gloves. Well, gloves never came off, but so and then his lights came off, and then his music starts going. I'm like, oh my god, this is really it. <laughs> this is really it. And he proceed. He takes off his gloves, uh... puts it on him in the middle of the. Puts him down in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Takes off his jacket. Folds it. Puts it down in the middle of the ring. And you can kind of see it. You can kind of see, like, wow, I'm really... Like, in his face, like, wow, I'm really doing this. So he was a bit tear. He was a bit choked up. I was, too. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you, I swear, I know you took a picture. I, I know did you did, took a picture. You had your camera right there. I was literally on the floor, like, wow, this, I'm really watching this. And um, he took he took his hat off in his fault in his true form. Rolled his eyes back, sat it on top, sat it on top. Took a nice good nice good you know look around. Walks out, breaks character, kisses his wife Michelle McCool. You can see his son Gunner there. Um, walks up the ramp. I mean, you can see people like this was probably worse than when he when the streak ended. Yeah, people were crying. I almost did. I was inside. <laughs> thirty was years. In, thirty years is a long time. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a weird twenty-seven. Piece. Yeah, well, yeah, 20, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's like that's a long time. It's a long time. It, it is. Can we on TV every week for that lead? He might have more TV time than like any person ever. It's mm. crazy. Right? Uh, I will say somebody actually sent me a picture where in twenty-seven years. Undertaker has been in 2,275 matches. Oh, there you go, yeah. He's won 1,717, lost 467, and he battled 91 to a draw. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He was the last, like, true blue gimmick. Living the, you know, the gimmick. Being, yeah. You know, yeah, living gimmick. in the gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he like he was, he was the last uh, pre-attitude era active wrestler yeah. on the roster. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like Triple H still does his stuff, but he doesn't have the mystique. He has his own complicated history. Mm-hmm. Undertaker's always been above the fray. Mm-hmm. Like even when like the Steve Austins and the Rocks come in and leave, he's still there and Triple H goes behind the scenes. Undertaker still he's like a looming presence. Yeah, he was he he was he was like the epitome of the word respect. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's only two wrestlers that I've heard I have you have you cannot hear not one bad thing said about them. The other is the other being Sting. Mm-hmm. And like, and I mean, he was running Wrestlers Court. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of Wrestlers Court. That was when, yeah. like, whenever there was like situations, they would go to Undertaker first mm-hmm. before they would go to Vince. Mm-hmm. So, and Vince and Undertaker was the judge. So he was that guy. He was like that teacher, that mentor to everybody. So that's why he has that, you know, respect type. Mm-hmm. You know. And then yeah, he he walked out and his clothes laid there in the middle of the ring. 
even after mm. everybody was gone as they were breaking down the the uh, technicians left his clothes there for a half hour and they took that and took that nice little picture uh, mm. yeah, so, yeah. in empty arenas and that just shows how that just shows what type of character not just the undertaker but like mark calloway that just shows mm. you know what type of person he was for them to do that yeah and it's crazy because he started off as like the tall lumbering guy. Whenever you see a new tall lumbering guy, you're like, "Oh god, this guy's gonna suck." And he mm-hmm. was not the best wrestler when he first started. You got to—he wasn't even supposed to last. Yeah, he, right. he was literally supposed to be there for like he was probably a two years top. A zombie wrestler. Yeah, that's even a that's, zombie with magical power. <laughs> that's ridiculous now. <laughs> and Walking Dead is huge in all these zombie movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he just got better and better and he better. Evolved. And he, yeah, he and, evolved. And yeah, he, had a, he also had a career renaissance. Like uh, Shawn Michaels did. Like, his wrestling right. in the, two, the 2000s, the later 2000s, was the best of his career. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 so, it's so surreal to see The Undertaker finally retire because we all, three of us, we literally grew up watching that man. Yeah. yeah. I, said, I was sick. I was six when I watched it. I yeah. literally watched it mm-hmm. live on pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and I watched this one, too. Yeah. Oh, that's and, great. Yeah. 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 And, and also, like uh, I, I will say, um, uh, it was a it was a nice touch when Undertaker walked up to the ramp. He walked back to the trap door where his entrance was. He, he took one last look back, then he raised his fist, and then he descended. And everybody the in the crowd, we raised their fists with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It was like it was a it's a great moment, but it was like it was a very emotional moment. It was like I compare it to when Lou Gehrig retired. Mm. Wow. Like, maybe he's maybe because you know he's my favorite. I'm probably a bit biased, and probably Lou Gehrig had a fatal disease. Carl. <laughs> 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 well, uh, I, I will say if there's one criticism I have, it's not it's not that all, it's not those moments themselves because they were pretty powerful. My criticism is the whole build up leading up to yeah. this match because they could have built it up way better yeah. than they yeah, did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like they could have like dropped hints. Like they could have had Roman Reigns like you know because Roman Reigns eliminated Undertaker at the Rumble. Right. So they could have had Roman Reigns you know talk you know a bit a bit more junk week after week say oh I'm the big dog now this is my yard you know basically taking Undertaker's phrases here and there. Then Undertaker can come out and say you know you know basically say hi oh you you got to get through me you know and all this you know kind of. You know, have one microphone. Yeah, they time. definitely could have been more. They, they, could, have been, and, they could have done a yeah. lot more with that. Yeah, and they could have had, like, Undertaker could have probably had, like, a more human moment where he could have gotten on the mic, maybe did, like, a, maybe, like, a worked shoot. I thought they like, were going to do that last night. Yeah. Because if you look back at the, you know, the most, the more recent, you know, big retirement matches, um, Shawn Michaels, he had, like, a nice big tribute um, the following night on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, Ric Flair as well, which is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorites. Um, I yeah. thought they would give him that. Maybe they would give it to him on SmackDown tonight because of the simple fact that you know, you know, after the brand split, Undertaker was a SmackDown guy. Yeah. So and yeah, so that was my only criticism. They could have built it up his 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 last hurrah way yeah. better. Yeah, it just it sucks because it's, he should have won. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, no. I know you are, but yeah. but it's like it's. Roman, they make it so complicated, and they always, they, they, you always hear him talk like, oh, he's the biggest merchandise seller, it's the biggest this, biggest that. It's like, well, no fucking shit. If you constantly push someone nonstop for five mm-hmm. years, because even leading up to before he main evented three WrestleManias in a row, mm-hmm. um, he was, you know, being the sole survivor, eliminating five guys in a Survivor Series, throwing 14 guys out of the Royal Rumble. Like, mm-hmm. it was so freaking obvious. It was like five years they've been building Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. oh my God. 
Oh my god! Yeah, they're then, shoving them down our throats. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's nonstop. And yeah. We've talked about this, doing the rock treatment. Like it's not that hard. I just want people to start chanting "Die Roman Die." <laughs> I think that'd be fantastic. Um, oh, like, oh, Monday night, my lord! I, and oh. I was chanting out. I, I was oh. at work watching it, but I was in, on the inside. I'm like, I agree with every single one. Oh. They they would scream, "Fuck you, Roman!" Yeah. They were like, mm-hmm. uh, like Raw opened with a two, two to three minute straight of the crowd chanting, "Thank you, Taker!" Mm-hmm. Clap, clap, clap. The Roman Reigns came out, nothing but booze, <laughs> and you heard chants of "Roman sucks," "Asshole," "Fuck you, Roman." Mm-hmm. Uh, right? They say "Die, Roman, die." That would be great. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Yeah. And like every time Roman Reigns raised the microphone to his mouth, the booze got louder. 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 There was no way. I mean, the FCC would have just sitting there just sour-faced mm-hmm. with a fit. Yeah. But I, I don't know what's the... I don't know what's, like, the limitations with that, but if it's, like, a crowd chanting that... I'm, if they're on cable, the FCC rules actually don't apply. I did hear something about yeah, that. US, I just don't know like how USA, true. Comcast, and stuff. They can say F all day. They just don't, because it's, you know... Yeah. Right. It's, 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 the, it's, like, the NBCs and ABCs who, who are followed by FCC. Yeah. And so like and so like it was just ten minutes ten minutes straight of nuclear heat. <laughs> and then Roman Reigns just simply said, This is my yard now, microphone drop. And then he just walked away with this smug, douchey look. Yeah. He's a, and Triple H gave his interview where he's like, Oh, he's 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 getting a reaction. He's the biggest heel in the roster. It's like, no, that's not nope. No. That's not what you're doing. Yeah. Stop trying to pretend. Mm-hmm. Stop it's, it. It's unintentional. <laughs> right. Yeah. He is the in my eyes, he is the Lex Luger. And I feel like in Yes. Yeah, he's because Yes. In CM Punk even said it in his pipe bomb. Like, you're gonna make money regardless. Because like the way the, it was genius how they've turned WWE they've turned they've turned WWE into the attraction mm-hmm. not Steve Austin not The Rock not Roman it's like go to a WWE event you're not gonna go see Roman Reigns and John Cena is still bigger than him anyway mm-hmm. even though he's like transitioning to a part timer yeah but they've done it that way where anyone can be that guy the Roman Reigns you push that person nonstop they're gonna make money yeah so yeah. stop stop it mm-hmm. just do it it's organically holy shit again. You pay me a dollar and I'll tell you this. And <laughs> but I, they're, they're, he is a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. He really they can make more money. If they just yeah. got someone. <laughs> I I just think hey, Colbert, you're not the CEO of a multi billion dollar company. Get out of here. He said, "Give you a dollar and just go ahead." <laughs> oh man, it's just, it's not that. I, don't, I feel like it's not that hard. It's not. No, it's not. The wrestling is very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very simple. And, and, and it can be awesome. Like that could have been amazing. Awesome, super duper Undertaker ending with Bray Wyatt. You know they could have done something wild with that, mm-hmm. or like led up to it more. I don't know. They, I don't know if they're just lazy, or if I think they're just resting on their laurels. We're like, we're not. People, we're, we know that sixty thousand people are going to show up no matter what. Mm-hmm. I wish yeah. it was back in the early nineties where they had to have WrestleMania in like a eleven thousand seat place. Mm-hmm. They go watch WrestleMania fourteen. Fourteen. Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. They right. rest. They wrestle in Boston in front of like fourteen thousand people. Yeah. They they need they need those lean times again. They really do. <laughs> but they've done a good job of transitioning it into a worldwide brand thing. So hey, good on them. But part of the reason why I stopped watching is I do not like Roman Reigns. I do not want to see him main event WrestleMania for the next fifty years. I am not interested in that. <laughs> and I'm I spent I you know I can I know the parents are buying stuff for their kids. But hey, I got money too to burn. I could spend it on that. But hey, you don't want you don't want it. Uh, 
some wrestling fans will just allow themselves to eat poop nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. you guys enjoy other wrestling, which is great. If you only watch WWE, that would be terrible. Yeah. Like, you can appreciate other stuff. But WWE only fans, like, they'll just eat, they'll just eat shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shit nonstop. <laughs> they won't stop. They complain about it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But so some of those people need to find the, those other avenues of wrestling. But, eh, what do I know? I'm just a nerd. <laughs> nah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's your uh, WrestleMania weekend. Um, uh, just oh, just a couple highlights from Raw after Mania. The revival they did, they did get called up as we mentioned earlier, and Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Oh, Finn cool. Balor made his return. He would have been a good ending for Undertaker. I feel no, like. I wouldn't give him that. No, no. I really, honestly, looking back at it now. End of an era from WrestleMania 28 should have been yeah, but the final. Triple H doesn't need the rub. Mm. Also, no, but I'm saying like for all of them, oh. I, Undertaker. I would have been happy with that. Undertaker left with with yeah. the undefeated streak. Mm-hmm. Triple H. It was just a well. That was just a great moment in general. Yeah. But I always say like it's funny because like I, the reason I always say looking up at the lights is because you give the rub to someone and pass it yeah. along. But it's fucking Roman Reigns. So fuck, you should have. You should have won. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Roman Reigns doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. Go, go. Yeah, screw those guys. And then it was funny because they both wrestled in every WrestleMania since then. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Also. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So, please continue, Vic. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was pretty much okay. it. And uh, SmackDown is tonight. Yeah. So, hopefully we'll see Shinsuke Nakamura's debut. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm actually going to look it up right now. Oh, no, it's on, it comes out at 8. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, we got a half hour before that comes on. Yeah. Sweet. Callbird, question of the week. All right, last week was, what was your favorite WrestleMania match? Uh, we got one response on our Facebook, which was uh, from Aris Burgesson, the one that we call Real Aris. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he says, Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real Aris. <laughs> Nice. So uh, this week, who would you like to see in the WWE Hall of Fame? Hmm. There's so many names. Hmm. Who would I like to see in the Hall of Fame? Uh, got any got any thoughts, Maurice? Uh, okay. Is it someone that who's like not Hall of Fame caliber, or just someone that I want there to be? Someone you want. I mean, they've they've already they've nominated so many people. I mean, they've already inducted so many freaking people. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, I mean, it would have been Kurt Angle before this happened. Um, but like, but like, we've t- CM Punk. You love him so much. I love CM. Punk. <laughs> I love CM Punk a lot. And obviously, like Undertaker's going in. Big Show. Kane. 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 Actually, I'll say Kane. I like Kane. He. He has been an unsung hero for like if someone yeah. else who's had like a twenty plus year career. Yeah, he's shit. He's not gonna as get, Kane. Yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah, not gonna. He's get, he came in in ninety six, ninety seven as Kane. Yeah, yeah. But he was fake Diesel, fake Diesel, Doctor yeah, Isaac, yeah, Isaac, yeah. Isaac Yankum. So DDS. Shit, he's not gonna get half the accolades that Undertaker gets when he retires. Yeah. He had like a freaking six pack last year. Damn. Mm. Wow. Get it, Kane. <laughs> Yeah, that's my answer. King. Oh, good one. That's what's up. Um, I, I do have four names. Ooh. Uh, mm. uh, I would love to see Christian uh, in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh, William Regal. Mm. Uh, Victoria. Mm. And Jim Johnston. Oh, that's fair. Also, yeah. I would say I would add China to that list. Oh, absolutely. China. Yeah. yeah. She should have been in before, you know, her unfortunate okay. passing. She should. Mm. She. Come on. I know she did. She did uh, some videos. But you know what? 
Some other people in that Hall of Fame have done fucking shady shit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Shady ass shit. Mm. Hogan. Hogan. Uh, what's the Puerto Rican wrestler's name? Carlos Colon. Yeah. There's some weird stuff going on with Brutus the Beefcake with that. Mm. There's some questionable things. Nothing proven, but questionable things nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe proven. I don't know. I'm not a, not a cop. I believe. Um, that was the, it literally just. Bruiser, yeah, I believe Bruiser Brody was killed in his territory. Yeah, it was in, yeah. Yeah, it was in Puerto Rico. There's, there's some weird, crazy stuff about that. I've heard, like, I've listened to some podcasts about it, and some shady shit went down. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just fuck, get China in there. Holy crap. She belongs in there more than some dudes. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle was a great introdu- induction, but China, she's my number one. She needs to be inducted. Mm. What she did back then was insane. Oh, yeah. She... And she could probably beat me up. So that's usually, <laughs> that's usually my metric. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead, Vic. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Support. You did just like Yeah. Um, so my prediction for next year mm. uh, Virgil, Lex Luger, mm-hmm. the model, well, yeah, Rick Martel. I always thought they have, they're probably going to put Molly Holly in because I kind of noticed they're starting to do a little pattern mm-hmm. with their inductees. Um, Brian Pillman and The Rock. So you got a headliner, a woman, some, oh, one person who's dead, mm-hmm. and just a couple of guys they can just scrap around. One, one um from the from wherever they're at, because mm-hmm. if you oh, kind of right. notice yeah. that they they date back to the territorial days, but yeah, they do it from when they were in Texas, Dallas. Yeah. They did uh the Freebirds. Yeah, um, in, they were big mm-hmm. in Dallas when they was in Houston. They did the Von Erichs. Um, yeah. Last Citrus Bowl was Dusty Rose because that was what that was the territory really where he um got his start. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last year in New Orleans, Bill Watts made it in there because he ran the UF the UWF. And the funny thing about Lex Luger is when he was doing the Lex Express and he was in the American um, Spandex as a young child, I was like, oh, I love this guy. I, same, same here. Yeah. And then I watched him wrestle like three times. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Who's this Austin Rock combo? Like, yeah, I, I think that's actually what turned me off. To WWE until those guys came in because I miss Shawn Michaels and a lot of Bret Hart's good stuff. So yeah, pretty crazy. Oh. Roman, I feel the same way about Roman. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, oh, and one more name for the Hall of Fame: Owen Hart. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's yes. Come on, Martha, just, just do it for us. <laughs> yeah, Martha. it's a nice check. You got you yeah. got a nice settlement. Yeah, from the accident, hmm. you can always use more. Hmm. Yeah, get get on that, Martha, please. Um, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all I have for this week, boys. So what's uh, that's uh, next week? So we'll get that out on the uh, social medias, Facebook, uh, podcast and Gmail dot com. Um, you guys are live tweeting all weekend for all the different events. Uh, mm-hmm. uh cast at uh, Twitter. It's just a uh, cast on yes. Twitter. Twitter, yeah, yeah, cast, yeah. Cool. Uh, and the big thing, five star review, would greatly appreciate it. Helps us get noticed. Helps us get up the charts and yes, uh, get be, more people listening. I'll be on Twitch this week. So, uh, getting in some Let It Die. Sweet. Check that out. It's all Cody's my podcast. Google us. You'll find us everywhere. Catch y'all next week. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out.